following program may contain coarse language, suggested dialogue, and discussion of violent imagery and sexual situations. It is intended for mature listeners who can tell the difference between facts and opinions. Welcome to the Tsunami Faithful Podcast, sponsored by AkaiCon, August 26th through 28th at the Sheraton City Music Hotel in Nashville, Tennessee. Go to AkaiCon.com now for more information and find out how you can get tickets. The Tsunami Faithful Podcast starts now. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Toonami Faithful Podcast. I am your host, Sketch, and with me, I have... Yes, I'm Ron Darrell Maddox. And... Close Jr., yeah. And... Editorial writer for ToonamiFaithful.com, CJ Maffers. And finally, we have a guest on the podcast who has not been on the show since we did those uh, retrospectives back in, uh, what was it, like last year? <laughs> I don't know. I can't. It was last year. <laughs> I'm terrible. <laughs> yes, you are. You're a horrible human being, Sketch. Well, introduce yourself, sir. Yes, my name is Mac. I go by both Rebel Cheese and Mac Attack on the internet. I review anime for the website Toon Zone. Yeah, we got macaroni and cheese up in this motherfucker. Yeah! Oh, I could go for some right now, too, man. So that's my comfort food right there. Just as long as it ain't me. <laughs> Uh, we all just having that Mac attack. Oh, 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 oh. oh man, I see what you man. You are good with these. He's, oh, this is why we need you on the podcast more. Yeah, seriously, it's been such a bummer not to have you on lately. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Blame them bitch ass motherfuckers at the library. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's it's getting pretty difficult to get even more than one or two of the regulars every now <laughs> life has happened people yeah. life has happened that's not necessarily the best thing to use there but oh well yeah for our topic this episode we are and i know some of you listening will find this very difficult to believe but we are going to talk about naruto shippuden at length that will be the topic of the episode I can already hear some people cringing right now. <laughs> I better believe it, man. We get down tonight with that jutsu. But before that, we have a, another episode of Gundam Iron-Blooded Orphans to discuss. The second thus far. And as Mr. Durrell is on tap, this is going to be good. <laughs> Gundam, Iron-Blooded Orphans, Episode 2, Barbatos. Alrighty, people, in this episode, the adults of CGS flee in face of um, Galahorn's attack, basically using the, as they say, human debris as pretty much pawns and just letting them get killed, but using Mikazuki... And the other children as decoys, which was a bitch move. You know, we don't like that kind of stuff there. Mikazuki connects with the Barbatos and using the Ala, let's see, what is it? The Alaya Viana system? Dang, I gotta remember how to pronounce that. It's been a long time since I spoke any kind of. The Alley Vagina system. 
<laughs> no, it's the Alaya Viana. That's it. A lot of Alaya Viana system. Kaduya is appalled at the prospect. The Barbados successfully repels the Gallahorn assault until the enemy retreats, but um, suffers heavy casualties in the aftermath. Yeah, it was a pretty much a big bad blood battle. And that's just something like I have to remind people because I kind of went like on a tangent last night. Um, children's soldiers from all around the world, it's a pain in the ass because dealing like an older soldier who's experienced, you really don't want to put a bullet in the kid's head. But moving forward on, Atcher and Biscuit's sisters make a delivery to the base and they stay to prepare dinner for the troops, of course. They did see those um, vegetables that look like a butt, you know, booty, booty, booty everywhere. I'm just going to call it the butt vegetable or the booty fruit. You know what? That sounds like a cereal, too. Booty fruit, man. Booty, booty, booty. Yes. I think Danny had a little bit to write on that one right there. <laughs> Dear Diary, today I saw a fruit that looked like a booty. It was delicious. It kind of gives a new meaning to eating a booty like it's groceries. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay, but back on the series stuff. After being severely disciplined by Ada for luring Gallahorn forces toward the retreating first corps because they punked out like the little bitches they are and ran away from battle, Orger proposes to his comrades in the third corps to rebel against their elders and, in other words, take over CGS because, hey, the dose were nothing but cowards using them as decoys in the first place. And then, of course, punk-ass Major Coral, who has no morals whatsoever and pretty much is a desk jockey bureaucrat soldier, he orders Lieutenant Crank to go back to the battlefield and erase any evidence of defeat before the Gallahorn inspectors from Earth come out. And, you know, Crank is such a man of honor that, yet again, this is the fact that I told you about older soldiers not want to fight a child soldier. It, it weighs heavy on the conscience because Crank feels that they haven't lived enough in life to even face him. That's the conflicted thing right there. And Crank being the good soldier that he is, he goes back anyway, and that's pretty much where we end until next week. So that, people, is the Gundam Iron-Blooded Orphans recap. Very nice, Mr. Jarrell. Thank you, sir. No, I'm a little rusty, but you know it's gonna get better with time. But Darrell, I want to know: Did you have any uh, writing influence of this episode with all the booty and uh, boobies talk? <laughs> I subliminally planted some messages there. <laughs> I mean, when I heard "I want to die," like in a sea of boobs or however it went, I'm like, that sounds like Darrell's way to go. I mean, is this him? Was he secretly sent into this anime? I'm going to be honest with you. Well, you what you like, should be well, asking I... is whether or not he wrote the ADR script. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got to tell you something. Serious. I believe that they pull a lot of stuff that I say from the internet, man, and use it in anime and manga. Because I say some pretty screwed up perverted stuff, man. That makes... It's like, wait a minute. Did I say that? And I mean, we already had bikini protesters in the first episode, so I mean, I'm starting to think you you were yeah, Dorel wrote this show. You were the main focal point of just writing of all of this stuff. I believe I am, or at least maybe somebody made this show specifically for you. Yeah, what are you not telling us, Dorel? Some kind of love affair with Mario (laughs) Kana. How you liking that Lost Village? I haven't seen it. Good, don't. I was going to say, what about Keys Naive? 
watching that. That's been fun. Oh, that one's good. <laughs> I need to get back to that. I actually need to get back. The thing is, like, I figured that show out like in like two episodes of what was going on with it and how it was gonna go out through. Is I swear, sometimes being a psych major is a pain in the ass because like I'm like, analyzing every freaking thing, and I'm like, okay, this is what's gonna happen on this episode. And this before the episode even starts, I know what's gonna go on. So I'm missing out on a lot of stuff, man, because I already know. But still, it's it's really good though. Yeah. And I had to hear people complain about, oh, they're rushing the ship and in the relationships and everything. I'm like, there's a reason why they did what they did in the show. But let's get back on subject. Sorry. Yes, we found out Darrell's pen name in Japan. There we go. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Interesting, I interesting theory there, CJ, but I, but I don't, I, I don't think it holds water. No. <laughs> in any case, I. I did enjoy this episode a little more because we got to see Barbatos in action a little more. Like, I really... Just a little! <laughs> yeah. Me and Darrell have talked about this, whether it be on or off the podcast. We love mech battles. Yeah, that fight was over we, pretty fast. It, it was, it was. But I just... It was satisfying for me, at least, just because I've missed that kind of... That, that theater that Gundam brings, whether it be from a Gundam or just, like, other mechs in different shows. So, like, for me... That that was really enjoyable, and it kind of slowed down uh, afterwards, obviously. But like, I don't know. It just it, it seemed uh, like it's building nicely from the first episode, for, from my point of view. I would agree. It's a solid second episode. You know, we pick up more or less right where we left off, and see a little bit of what leads up to uh, Mika going out with the Barbados. <laughs> Come on, Cudelia. <laughs> don't be that way. <laughs> you don't understand what these soldiers are going through. Don't, don't run your mouth. <laughs> You'll probably regret it she later. She wants to understand, but she doesn't understand. So that yes. makes her, puts her in situations she doesn't need to be in. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's what happens when you deal with a conscientious objective, though. They don't understand it. War is hell. And that has and been the like first... one of the main focus of Gundam, always. Yeah. In the first episode, made that pretty clear. The end of it, where the sniper was picking off the child soldiers' head sh- with headshots galore. Yeah. yeah. Oof. Yeah. I can't lie though. That was some real good sniping. No lie, dude. Top notch markings on that. Top notch. Shoot. Although them I do kids. agree with, I do agree with Sketch's question. Why? Why was that? Why? Why? Why was Biscuit's family just all of a sudden dropping by? <laughs> People are dying, and it's like. Hey, let's have a field trip over to visit everyone well, over they, here. They, they, they want to visit. Let's have a field trip to witness war. Yeah, well, it's educational. We all it's know educational. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Educate them on the horrors of war. Yeah. Even though they're all Jack, do not be like these people. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> do not do this cool thing. Do not do this to get these cool bodies. <laughs> I honestly like because I, I watched a few episodes sub before, but I really did forget how jacked they look. I was like, "Jeez!" Yeah, it's uh, equal opportunity fan service. <laughs> well, Gundam has been pandering to the Fujoshi moment in Japan ever since Gundam Seed. It's not going to go away. Yes, it will probably only get stronger <laughs> though it's gonna be hard have... to top shirtless <laughs> <laughs> a little i just know if i need motivation if i need to start working out just get pictures of them and it's like if they could do it you could do it 
I'm just thinking of that scene from Rick and Morty now with someone. <laughs> <laughs> X gonna give it to you. Yeah, gonna give it to you. Yeah. Get it, Oh, but how about that open? Oh, thank God we got a full one on episode two. Oh, it sounds so awesome. Yeah, but don't count on it any more episodes than that. No, no, I know. Get ready. It's gonna be short. Version of the second opening either, but eh, whatever. And raise your flags, the iconic one, Survivor. While it's a good opening. And it would be a great opening if it didn't have Raise Your Flag as its competition. <sighs> it's not as memorable. Yeah, it, it's not. I thought that the edit of the Ed was tasteful. No, nothing. The problem is, is when really we start going to the government tradition of the song starting yeah, while the show is still going on. How they do that. But, uh, uh, it seems like they're yeah. putting a little effort in the presentation here, so... Maybe. Well, Gundam Seed, what they did was that they had the song star and then cut away to the edit, which was very awkward because something oh. would fade out and then fade back in for Ooh. the, for the I do remember edit. that, and I remember oh. feeling very appalled <laughs> by <laughs> that decision. Uh, one can only hope that they learned from that experience. Ugh. Oh, and I, I would like to give a public service announcement. The hashtag that should be used is Gundam IBO. At first, Toonami did put Iron-Blooded Orphans. However, I forget who it was. Someone asked uh, Jason DeMarco himself, what is the hashtag? And he said he's going with Gundam IBO. Well, that's so I believe that confusing, it, seeing the bugs. You're welcome. Hey. <laughs> Thank you, yeah. No, it's just I remember I, I looked up to see what he was, what uh, Jason DeMarco was going to say. He said uh, Gundam IBO, and it seems to be like they keep showing uh, Iron-Blooded Orphans to start the show. Bumps. Yeah. So it's just it's just something for people to, for, for fans of the show to kind of realize it is Gundam IBO. That's the one that receives more tweets that uh, helps trending uh, a lot better, I guess, than Iron Blooded Orphans. It'd be short. great if both did. <laughs> I, exactly. Iron no, Blooded Orphans is so long for a hashtag. So I just wanted to put that out there because there was still some confusion, and it's like, yep, we we need to. I think we need to take time to be like, it is Gundam IBO, because that's what is tweeted out more. And uh, I think, because at first I think Jason was thinking like, oh, we'll just call it Iron-Blooded Orphans, but since it didn't, it isn't, it's it's longer than IBO, then it's just like, oh, we'll switch to that. So. And plus, like, the context of it. Um, yeah, there's no like, Iron-Blooded Iron Orphans, like, what what is that? <laughs> You're better <laughs> off sounds... just doing hashtag Gundam. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, Gundam IBO is that's what I figured that we should use, and I used that for the guide, and that's what stuck. So, yeah. yeah. Good job, Caboose. That's yeah, that'll do. Fingers for Caboosey. It's good. It's good. But, uh, I uh, did... want to talk a bit about Crank and Ein. like Ein because he's, you know, he's that, uh, that go-to soldier who's just like, yeah, let's go get him. No, we gotta take down the enemy. I will follow you into battle, sir. That that guy just, you know, and he's also kind of a pure-hearted soldier, which, well, you know how Gundam shows go. It's probably not gonna last. <laughs> but Crank is an interesting, uh, interesting character there. How he he doesn't want to fight the kids, and he's conflicted about that. And you know, he's he's an honorable soldier. 
which uh, th- there aren't too many of them on uh, Gallerhorn, at least thus far. I do think he has one of the best performances in the dub so far with the still, unfortunately, uncredited uh, Michael McConaughey doing a reliably stellar job with his voice and his cadence. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a very mm-hmm. commanding presence. Like... <clears throat> yep, Sounds dude. like perfect interpretation of a veteran soldier. He's had that nailed ever since the 08 MS team back in the day. Oh, so yeah. It's like, a... it's like he never left the booth. <laughs> See, that's what a good command voice is. Snap tone and cadence. And I learned that when I was a cadet. Mm. Well, you can only wonder how long these boys are going to be uh, sticking with getting pushed around like this. Because, I mean, they seem pretty capable. They are, yeah. dude. And I mean, those, look at the situation they turned around. Yeah, the, the CGS, they're, they're like total jerks. Dude, they're a bunch of dicks, man. <laughs> <laughs> bunch of money grubbing cowards. The worst kind. Oh god. Used children. Exactly. They're just being used. You know, those are the type of guys like, well, let the real men do it. But then they send out the boys to handle the job. Like, are you sure? Hmm. I'm pretty sure that the um, kids that you just sent out there got more hair on their chore blast than you. Hmm. That's usually how it works. It really is. Well, particularly in Gundam shows. <laughs> yeah, Atherin was more manly than his father in Gundam Seed. <laughs> so can we get into some of those talkbacks now, sir? Oh yes, definitely. As long as you keep talking about butt fruits. <laughs> Fruit butts. I think it's brought up at least once. Probably more than once, honestly. So booty fruits. Dow Fack writes in is. Cudelia, a Yoko, or a Nia? A Valkyrie leading the charge into battle, or an inspirational poster child keeping everyone fighting? Nia. Yeah, de- definitely, definitely a Nia. Yeah. More Nia. <laughs> you can tell, man, already. She's, she's, she's a Nia. Regrettably, I don't think this show has a Yoko. <laughs> the Yokos, I've seen the show from start to finish. There will be Yokos... Yeah. Or at least yeah. Yoko candidates showing up later. Yeah. Ah, that's true. In the late episode. True. I hate that you motherfuckers ain't seen this yet. <laughs> but I still love Yano. Yeah, I'm not going to spoil anything, but there are Yoko candidates later. Soon yeah, you shall yeah. learn the true definition the of pimping. True definition. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a space age pimping on top of that. I can't wait for that, man. He's voiced by David <laughs> Vincent. <laughs> the harem king it be good times even that might be saying too much maybe no we could have i like harems it's okay no <laughs> i got my own harem benjamin pageon writes in channeling mika need me to kill a dude okay <laughs> what is that like the one punch man okay <laughs> okay okay <laughs> someone needs to edit a picture that shows mika with the one punch face, like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite thing now. Sketch already knows. MXA Ghost writes in Everyone on Gundam IBO has epic nosebleeds. Especially Mika. Now, is that because of the man fan service or is it because of something else? <laughs> well, it. Well, the one is because he got punched really hard. <laughs> <laughs> and the other is because of. Uh, Hooking up to the Alavayana system. 
So that I wanted so to that, bring that up. It seems like Mika is having a difficult time handling that right now. Like well, he, was, he was pretty worse for wear after using that. It was the first time. I'm I'm sure he'll uh, get used to it. Yeah, he got his cherry pop later. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Literally. That screen oh, really my. misspelled Gundam. I, I heard something about the screen misspelling Gundam. I didn't quite catch it. I didn't either. But it, it spelled it G-A-N-D-U-M. <laughs> Gundam. Welcome Gundam, Gundam style. I was about to say, it's that, it's that song. Gundam, Gundam style. SJZ Weber writes in, Biscuit's sisters' names are Cookie and Cracker. Did they hire Akira Toriyama to come up with these punny names? No, nah, he was hungry. <laughs> yeah, Mar- um, Mario Kata was just Maybe hungry. Mario Kata was hungry when she was coming up with these characters. <laughs> she works so much, maybe she forgets to eat. Wouldn't it be amusing if they actually hated baked goods? <laughs> <laughs> it would be interesting. Or were they like, if they were gluten-free? <laughs> Though you can have baked goods that are gluten-free, but... Never say that word again, Sketch. That's, that's two words. How do you think they would react to seeing people eat cookies and crackers? <laughs> You're eating me! Oh, the horror. It's like, do you know how much of my skin they took off to make those? <laughs> Pleasant. Inuyasha San 87 writes in, Biscuit and his sisters should work for Nabisco. Uh, Their lives would be much cushier that way. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, instead of Work for... you know, being farmers on Mars. <laughs> Can I just say, whenever we have a story that involves Mars, my mind instantly goes to the Dave Chappelle black uh, George W. Bush skit, where he, at the end he goes, <laughs> Stop distracting me with the war. I got a plan. It's called M-A-R-S. Mars, bitches. There we go. <laughs> Dave Chappelle is what gave us Gundam. <laughs> <laughs> Rob Barracuda writes in, It looks like a butt! So what you're saying is Cookie and Cracker eat ass? Hmm. Uh, they're little girls, you know. <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't be thinking these things. Uh, you know, I hate to say that's kind of my influence with these kind of comments. <laughs> Because people have said me, here he is, all kinds of ill shit on this podcast. Well done, Rob. You have uh, <laughs> offended the sensibilities. <laughs> <laughs> Keep them coming. <laughs> Damn right. I'm proud of this, Rob. I applaud you, sir. <laughs> yeah. Jafison Craig writes in, we wanted to die smothered between huge boobs. We all do, bro. We all do. Oh, yeah. Trust me. That is a life's dream to go out that way. Darrell, would your uh, top one be Esdef? Oh, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Seriously, dude. Those freaking sweater puppies, man. I would die. Yeah, but they're yeah. attached to a psycho. It's okay. She's a yandere, dude. That's what I freaking attract in real life. <laughs> Yandere's and sundries, dude. Literally. Darrell, I know you yeah. like who I would pick, so it's all good. You can yes, pick whoever sir. you want. Damn right. Joshua Knighton writes in, Episode 2 of Gundam IBO. It's interesting, but I'm still waiting on my you know, this is really good moment. Oh, it's coming. <laughs> I, it's Yeah, it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> I like we can't say much more. 
Is it episode three? I think episode three is... I believe it is episode three, yeah. Uh, Unless my memory is t- is misleading me. It's episode three. So look forward to episode three. Next Saturday. Mm-hmm. This Saturday now. Oh, yeah, that's right. I, my, ske- my work schedule starts on Monday, so it's like I still think I'm on last week kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> Same. Need to recalibrate there. I know. I need to recharge. And another talk back from Dal Fack. Gotta admit, I'm a Gundam noob, and I wasn't really sold on Gundam IBO, but this episode, so far, just got me interested. Well, good. Understandable, well, because episode two got right into the meat of it and got right to the action, while episode one took about two-thirds of the episode to set everything up before Child Soldier's head started getting blasted <laughs> off by the sniper. So, yeah, I can, I can understand that. It was just like, where, when you're watching episode one, and you're like, what is, what is this leading up to? And then episode two, because all that's been taken care of, can just go right into giant robots smashing each other. And I think that helped build, like, from episode one to two to make it all the more rewarding and, like, at least to the point where it's like, yeah, I want to keep watching this series, which is, I, mean, I kind of like the way it, it built, it was building its uh, tension up mm. through that. Yeah. Anime doesn't operate on the same rules as live action TV, where you can usually figure out by the end of the pilot whether this is a show you want to keep watching or not. Anime tends to operate more on a four-episode rule before you'll you know for sure whether this is something worth watching. Which is a dangerous thing to do. <laughs> but, yeah, it's what we generally expect. <laughs> hey, look here, dude. If you once you get past the first three episodes of Monica Magica, you in. <laughs> and once just, you get just... past the first two episodes of Cross Ange, it could get better. <laughs> oh, Cross Angel? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, way to go. Good reference right there. Sketch, shout out to you for that. <laughs> Sketch is the defender of Cross Ange, so he's the defender of the wall, that keeper of the gate. Keeper of the gate. I like Cross Angel. Mac likes it too. No, it's funny, too, where it's like when Jim first uh, tweeted out about it, it was like, I think you mean Cross Ange? He's like, no, 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 no. You obviously haven't seen it yet. You don't get it. <laughs> but I was sitting up there laughing so freaking hard when he said it. because was like, Cross Ange? Oh, no, Cross Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That'll replace Champloo, right? I wish. You've already fooled how many people with that? So, I mean, anything's possible. <laughs> Dude, we like seriously. We got some people real good on April Fools, man. Like some people actually replied back to that. <laughs> yeah, Sketch was telling me the story about. I think it was his roommate. It was like, so when is it happening? And you're like, oh, it's not. And the delayed, like, what? It was pretty good. Not not a roommate, just a uh, another internet acquaintance. I don't know people in real life. What are you talking about? And <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know me in real life. Well, that's true. We have met. Sketch, you're just talking to the voices in your head. <laughs> the voices in my I'm head, they tell me to do a podcast. The voices in your head also tell you to eat candy. No, they don't. They tell me to eat chocolate. Oh. <laughs> that Chocolate is still candy, depending on how you eat, depending on what, how it appears. The voices in my head tell me to drink booze all the time. So it's not your conscience, obviously. <laughs> What's a conscience? I think that's something you spread on a bagel. Yeah, that sounds about right. You you gonna spread Jiminy Cricket on a bagel? <laughs> Ew. He's <laughs> gotta eat sometimes. In some countries, yeah, crickets, crickets are a delicacy, right? <laughs> yeah, they are, dude. They're delicious. If you're hungry enough, eh, they will protein. taste like flume- uh They'll taste like a nice steak dinner. 
So are cicadas. But (laughs) no, thank you. Oh no. (laughs) So sketch. Well, how about this week on tsunami? How about this week on tsunami? Well, that was the second episode of uh, Gundam Iron Blooded Orphans, and I'd say we're off to a good start. I rather like how this show starts out, though. Honestly, as much as I like that they save the Mecha Battle for the second episode, I wouldn't have minded if they had gotten in just, like, a little battle in the end of the first episode. More than just a reveal at the end of the episode. I don't... Anybody else think that would be good? Am I... Am I... Oh, it would have made it better, but I kind of liked the reveal. It was kind of like, boom, Gundam is here. It's back. We can all just stare at its glory. And then we yeah. cut exactly. it. It's like, it's like the way they... I'm going to bring up Gundam Seed again, but you know how Gundam Seed had the strike pop up at the end of its first episode? What IBO did was do the same thing. Except it made it even more badass because Barbados doesn't just turn on. Barbados comes up and knocks Mecca's head clean off. That's so true. I thought that was a lot better. That we can all agree that we like looking at Cadelia. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for Darrell to be like, "Oh yes." <laughs> well, she does. Better have than nice... <laughs> Cadelia has a nice set of sweater puppies. <laughs> I, I would have figured Fumitown would be more uh, Darrell's <laughs> interest. Well, she has more of my interest anyway. <laughs> I did. I I have been looking through the internet. Uh, some people have voice identified Fumitan as Julie Ann Taylor. Oh. So, oh, okay, yeah, all right. Uh, I hear it now. But obviously it's not 100%. It's my guaranteed. fire emblem waifu. <laughs> no, no, no. I Cordelia. Cordelia. You know, I like Fumitan more than Cordelia, but Fumitan rocking the eyeglasses, and I got a thing with chicks who wear eyeglasses. So. Mm-hmm. Not to mention she has a huge set of knockers, too, man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's no yeah, Lady Un, but... Yeah, right. hey, she can still get the business, man. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so there were other things that aired on Toonami this week. Uh, I'd say the action is ramping up on uh, Hunter Hunter. Yeah, I love this uh, little like stage of the Hunter exam. This uh, when I heard uh, the Trick Tower, I was like, oh yes, I know what's <laughs> coming. It's so exciting. I enjoyed yeah. the Trick Tower in the manga so much. For Hunter Hunter, I'm. Pleased to see that seems to be being adapted pretty well. Oh yeah, this this, this one is such a good adaptation. I know, man, but I just hate Tumba ass so fucking much, man. <laughs> he trended man. too. He is infamous, I mean, dude. He is. I mean, like, I understand, dude. You want to crush other people's dreams, man. But seriously, if Tumba actually took it serious, he could probably become a hunter. Maybe. Maybe. But you know, he's known as the rookie killer, though. So, here's my question. Why couldn't they just kill him and take his wristwatch and put it on another arm? Don't put logic into this. Here's, here, here's a better idea. Just take the other wristwatch and put it on a different arm. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, feel I don't like see they why they should have been able to there. do that. <laughs> but they wouldn't be heroic they if they being, did that. They were being monitored, so I guess they can't do that. But, you know, I got to give him props. He does have his little moments where he does make things a little bit more comical. He serves his purpose. Yeah. Oh. Well, at the very least, you can say that he moved things along. He's a good villain, huh? 
I mean, he's Hisoka sick. has the creepy factor, but this guy, everyone wants to punch. Dude, he's like an anti-hero, man. It's like one second he's your buddy, the next minute he's just setting you up for something big. He's setting you up for failure. Yep. He's just messing with you. It's, it's not. It's not all right. And other people felt the same, but uh, mostly about Tompa deciding to start his fight and how he proceeded with his fight. Rob Barracuda writes in, I give up! Man, this pay-per-view fight was bullshit. I want a refund. Hmm. I do, too. That is Tonpa in a nutshell. Yeah. And Derek Sickney Y'all want refunds. <laughs> the fight with Tonpa is indeed the equivalent of a Mayweather-Pacquiao fight. Boring! That hurt, too. I was so hoping that fight was going to be awesome, but it was such... It was such Ugh, God, it gets me so angry. I think that was the point, though, that he's such a coward and he's so concentrated on crushing rookies that he doesn't really have what it takes to become a hunter, nor does he care. Right. And Jefferson Craig writes in, Tampa threw that fight in the most powerful, most built-up, most epic DBZ-esque way. <laughs> he sure did. I know, it was like uh, he was going to turn Super Saiyan. Uh, I give up. Well, the thing was, man, like, he had, Tampa has fighting aura, man, but yeah. the guy that he was about to fight had a stronger aura, man, and he was like, you know what? I would literally get killed. Yeah. Uh, and the dude even like, admitted what he was going to do well. <laughs> like, it was like, he would have ripped out your vocal cords and tortured you for the entire time. <laughs> Actually, he was gonna crush his larynx. Yeah, clutch, yeah, crush his larynx, and that so they can't that, hear him. Exactly what he was going to do. <laughs> yeah, he said it because dude was like ex-military. I mean, he looks like the dude from Naruto from the Chunin exam. All right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so these prisoners would be allowed. Yeah. They would be allowed uh, lesser sentences if they kept them for a long time. So if they kept them for, like, the entire time, that would significantly lower their sentences. Do they really want to let these people back out into the world? <laughs> 149 years? Oh, my God. Like, yeah, I want I want that person to be able to get a deal to shorten his sentence. Apparently they don't believe in Depends life how much sentences in Hunter Hunter. <laughs> I mean, like, for every hour that they keep them held up, man, one year is reduced from their sentence. Yeah. It's like, these guys, uh, you got to keep them locked up. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, maybe some of them have rehabilitated in some extent, but they are clearly very dangerous, scary people. (laughs) Yeah, those are the type of people that I would not even trust, man. uh, I'm I'm finding uh, disagreement with some of the tasks that the Hunter Association puts these people through. I know that you got a hunter, but some of this stuff is just sadistic. No, man, you have to weed out the people who are weak, man. You can't, you can't have just anybody. Look here, not everybody's meant to be a ranger. Not everybody's meant to be a seal. Not everybody's even meant to be a combat medic, man. That's the reason why you have to weed out the weaklings. That's <laughs> true. Later on in the show, there's hunters that exist that I really have to question how they ever pass that exam. There are a lot of characters in different shows where you're like, how did they make it this far? Yeah. I mean, yeah, like Sakura. 
<laughs> We're not at the Naruto talk yet. Save it for later. Yeah, save, it, save it for later. <laughs> Look at people. Trust me, there's some people applying me for that answer just right now. Oh, I know. Mm. And a very beloved episode of Samurai Champloo aired after Hunter Hunter, the Baseball Blues. Woohoo! I was in heaven. Absolute heaven. I like sketch we've we've talked about you know my sports background i could i could break down mugen's uh pitching angles how he does against right-handed hitters and left-handed hitters i mean it, it there's been a there was a sports article that did a, a truthful box score of space jam and they analyzed the game of space jam of how all the buckets were scored like the assist district or the assist numbers uh how they did all the all the points and whatnot so it's just like this was this was such a treat for me. Oh my word! And Mugen, Mugen could be one hell of a closer coming out in the ninth inning. Oh seriously! To mow down everybody, and I don't mean literally. I mean just striking them out. Yeah, <laughs> except that. Uh, I mean, dancing mowing them down is, so well. No, mowing them down is a legit term for baseball, and I, I mean not with him beating everyone up like he did, because he totally yeah. did that. And and his batting stance, like the fact that he used two bats, makes me think of Vlad Guerrero, a, a future Hall of Famer of baseball, because he was known as a garbage hitter. So if a pitcher threw the ball literally like away from the plate, like not even close to being a strike, Vlad Guerrero would swing the bat and he would hit home runs. Like these balls would be like he'd be on his knees and he would like golf swing it and they'd be going 400 feet. I'm sure steroids might have had something to do with it, but <laughs> Dude, steroids always had something to do with it, man. But uh, Mugen, Mugen is like a mix of Vlad Guerrero with an arm like Araldis Chapman. Oh my goodness! I, I might have to, I might have to try to do a. a yeah, you need poll. to go and do the breakdown. I, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to do the uh, the baseball episode uh, scorecard of one inning that is now still in protest that needs to be finished. That's your next article, CJ. <laughs> Man, Globe, you get out of bankruptcy, and and we need to have we need to at least get to uh, five innings completed so we can finally call this game. It's been centuries in the making, dude. That was the most brutal freaking game of baseball ever for one inning. Yeah. My brother said if baseball was like that, he'd actually watch. Uh, me too. Serious, man. I would too. I would actually play. Oh, I love baseball, so like I, I'm fine with the way it is. But yes, I I do. I, I agree. It would be hilarious. It'd be like the XFL, only it would succeed. <laughs> yeah. Man, I was so mad when they cheated when Jin just like ran that entire way, and got an infield home run. But but just sketch. You seem so deflated when that happens. Like, oh come on, man! Lame. They pulled the plate away. Come on. No, it's funny too. I bet you that's actually been tried in like a minor league game. Oh, I don't doubt it. I bet you a manager because you've seen videos of managers just losing their shit. <laughs> I'm sure one of them, like right before like a play or something, was just like, nope, nope, not gonna happen. <laughs> just take the plate away. Uh, it was a guy that played dirty in high school. Yoink. Man, they called him Knuckles, man, and he was dirty. Like he was a high catcher dude. When guys would slide in, he would literally punch him in the face, man. Ooh. Ooh, Ooh. Yeah, he tried that with me and um. Ooh. I'm sure it didn't end well for him. Just, no, I actually broke his collarbone and his wrist. Oh! <laughs> Great job. Baseball is so a gentleman's nice. sport. You do not do dirty tactics. So I mean, I told him, I was like, look, I already know your reputation. And, you know, he landed one, like, you know, I told him, I was like, you know, you hit me when I slide 
we're going to have some problems. And he, he thought I wouldn't play. And they told him, he's like, dude, you do not need to mess with the rail. <laughs> like, rail has a reputation throughout the city of Birmingham. Dude, he they, tried me. Baseball fights are some of the best, too. We've had two this year, even. Freaking uh, Jose Batista got he's one the, punch. Oh, he got one punch, punch dude. Sketchy, you you would have loved seeing this gif where just the glasses and he stumbles right after he gets sucker punched right in the face. Mm. Dude, all day when I saw that punch, man, I was like, automatically, one punch, man. This, that was punch. And then Manny Machado ran, just got hit in the back with a ball from a pitcher and he ran right up to him. He's like, uh uh-uh, uh, it didn't go. And he got him right in the face, too. I, I, I feel like Mugen is, is, is infiltrating MLB. <laughs> man, he like Dude, shattered you know- that guy's rib. <laughs> oh, and they showed the boat. It was like breaking. Mortal Kombat. It man. was like Mortal Kombat. Like oh, the newer yeah. Mortal Kombat games. Yes, yes. <laughs> like, oh, man. Ouch. Oh, they hit that so, dog. Have, that was messed up. I know. I've, I've geeked out. And then Momo's all like, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, man, they even brought in Monzo, man. I'm like, really? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what was his justice line right before he passed out, too? <laughs> I was like, Casey at bed. I was like, that's the only thing I can think of, man. We did <laughs> So. Very you just having to episode. Episode with this one tonight. And I'm sorry. I, I've geeked out too much about baseball. <laughs> I, I apologize. It's fine. This was, this was the Toonami Faithful podcast. What the hell is MLB doing here? <laughs> Because the rail's drinking beer. I was <laughs> because the Cubs are just that awesome this year. <laughs> they are. Oh my god. Oh, I would love a Cubs Sox World Series. I was just thoroughly amused that Dave Mallow, the original narrator for Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the announcer, was the announcer for that game. Well, he needs to he needs to be a commentator for real. He would do he would do a good job. How do you know that he doesn't? <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if that's one of his gigs. That would be awesome. I'm, I would start following that team and so I could listen. <laughs> <laughs> I might as well. <laughs> He's got a very interesting voice. All right, Red Sox, our radio, our radio announcers have been kind of slacking. Let's sign them up. <laughs> so it's evident that that particular episode of Samurai Champloo may have inspired something else. And uh, Austin Guest wrote in, This episode of Samurai Champloo shows where the... Boondocks dodgeball episode came from. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Very yeah. inspired. And that's not a bad thing either. That episode is great. <laughs> Both are, really. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually very, very similar, isn't it? The the both of the games are for a pretty much the same thing, huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> except except you didn't have no little chick trying to play the sympathy card. <laughs> yeah, 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 you didn't have that. Though <laughs> <laughs> so in Boondocks, it was the Chinese. <laughs> the, uh-huh. the Japanese. The Chinese came over. Yeah, the Chinese came this over. Way, the other way around. Yeah. Jafis St. Craig writes in, laughing so hard at Mugen's bill-paying technique. If only that worked on student loans. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I wish. Well, you know what they Same. say about student loans, Jafis. You can run, but you can't hide. The government will find you. You can, actually. Way to ruin my joke, man. 
That's caboose for you. That's what I do. Caboose. Say something witty. Hey. <laughs> no. Aw. Aw. Disappoint me. No. 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 <laughs> No, 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 Mr. Kabusi, not here. <laughs> and before we get into our longer Naruto discussion, a couple of talkbacks regarding this most recent episode of Naruto Shippuden. Joshua Knighton writes in, You're the first. Dang, Naruto won't be glad to hear that. I'm sure he wanted to be first. Oh, wait! <laughs> <laughs> Every guy wants to be first, but we know they ain't happening for real. Nope. And Allison writes in, Wow, Shippuden was entertaining for once. It's a summer miracle. Way to go, Substitute Derail. Way to go, Substitute Derail. Whoa, 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 whoa. She actually watched it? Because she usually <laughs> doesn't even watch it. That's true. I know, man. That's, that, that has me like... I'm that's, shocked, but I'm glad, though. Substitute Derail stepping up to the plate. <laughs> I don't care for Hunter Hunter, but I still watch it. I guess she but, took a page. Uh, you know. She took a page out of your book, man. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. And there was yet another delightfully bizarre music video on Toonami during Naruto Shippuden, because that is where mm -hmm. they have enough time to play him. A rabbit with six boots. They make enough time to play him. <laughs> the more I said about that, the better. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm saying on the matter, I promise. Sure. I, I, I do enjoy... The um well, they're doing music videos much more frequently now, and they are. I find that's great because uh, you know it gives them more time to work on you know different goodies and whatnot. Um, it's also a way. It's also an excuse to actually like put music videos on TV because you know MTV don't do that. True. And uh, I think. Adults no. plays more music videos per week than MTV does at this point. Like yep. per year for them. Yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, that's an unfortunate truth. <laughs> but hey, good job on Adult Swim for picking up the slack. It's too bad they don't play any like really old music videos because, come on, we need that Evolution music video to play on Toonami one time at least. Oh, do the evolution by Pearl Jam. Yeah, that is an amazing music video. A very disturbing music video, but a very good one. It's just like, as far as animated music videos go, that is just wow. <laughs> but of course, it's uh, character designs done by uh, Todd McFarlane, and uh, one of the directors on Batman the Animated Series was involved, so hmm. solid, solid stuff there. But yeah, it is a bit disturbing. <laughs> It's an interesting piece of video. It, uh, I would love it, to see the I, fell in love with a girl song by White Stripes with the Lego effects. <laughs> that one would be great to see again. Yeah, some of those old music videos. Ooh, the gorillas. And Daft Punk. Oh, yeah. Anything by Daft Punk or, the gorilla, or gorillas would be really good. Yeah. I really want to see the Daft Punk thing again. It'd be great if they could actually play the whole movie. Interstellar 5555, which is better watched on the DVD than the Blu-ray. Yeah, that's unfortunate that the, that the Blu-ray's that bad. Yeah, it really is. <sighs> can't win them all. No, you can't. Deals be the breaks. So what do we got next, sketchy boy? Well, let me tell you, Darrell. 
god. Are we gonna steal some pink bottles? No, we gotta steal some booze bottles and get slizzard up. I don't think that's a good idea, Doral. You're not just Blake. Thank goodness for that. Honestly, I don't think Justin Timberlake did a terrible job as Boo Boo. I never watched it. It's not, yes, not really worth watching. <laughs> I don't really watch movies. Y'all have the hardest time watching movies now because it takes so much time and I have other things that I want to do. So when I rent a movie, I feel obligated to watch it because otherwise I wasted money. And that's pretty much the only way I'm going to watch a movie. And at, like, going to a movie in a theater, I do that so, in- just, like, hardly ever. And <laughs> I guess it's mostly superhero movies that I go see. Dude, I barely go see movies these days. It's really hard to find the time. It is. So it's way more convenient to rent them. But then I'm like, oh, I rented this movie, and you know, I have all these shows that I'd like to watch, and some projects to work on and you know stuff to do around the house but i should probably watch this movie because <laughs> doggone <laughs> it i'm not gonna waste two dollars <laughs> oh god forbid i know that's yeah i just don't like wasting money in general the way probably do waste money in at least some capacity probably we all have our vices. Mm, indeed. And some of us have several. <laughs> well, I said we were going to do it. So, Uh-oh. Uh-oh. we're going to do it. Jim, hide. I can't, I can't block it enough. <laughs> Secret ninja art. Naruto shipping in discussion jutsu. Are you going to turn Wait. into Naruto's sexy jutsu? Oh, no. <laughs> no. Uh-uh. Nope. Nope. Nuh-uh. Mm-mm. Because I might want to hump my own boobs then. <laughs> <laughs> you'd get, you get, oh, oh, God, that'd be one of the most dangerous things. Darrell being able to do that would be like when Sanji and Nami switched places. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry if I'm spoiling a future arc, but it's mean. It's been out for a while if you've been caught up with That's your limitations. <laughs> I don't, I don't, that was, I don't that, know if that applies there, but it's just a gag, really. So. It's a great gag. Oh, God. And temporary. 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 But in any case, Naruto. Yeah, believe it. Let's go. Typical One Piece fan. Bringing up One Piece when we're trying to talk about Naruto. How dare you? I do like, I do like One Piece more than Naruto. No offense to Naruto fans. But I actually do like Naruto and Shippuden. Rock Lee versus Garo is still one of my favorite fights of all time. All time. Out of any show that I've watched. That is a good fight. That was, that was so awesome. Especially when he takes the off the weights in training. Or the training arm or whatever those things are called. The weights. Yeah. And they just like, oh, what's, he gonna, what's it going to mean when he just sheds like five pounds? And <laughs> just makes these massive crevices in the ground. It's like, oh, God. But that was so sweet. But any, I mean... That was one of my favorite fights, which I did see on Toonami when it was on Cartoon Network. So it, it, it was able to uh, help build my love, not only for uh, anime, but Naruto as well. Because a lot of my friends in high school was like, yo, you got to check out Naruto. The show is really fun. And like we caught it at the Chunin exam. So I was like, dude, this is insane. This is great. 
then filler happened. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but no, like, I mean, like, I even, I've been, I've even enjoyed Shupadin because just because, like, it's a, and people, One Piece fans are going to hate this. Shupadin was a time skip I actually enjoyed more. Oh! Ooh. What? Oh, snap. Oh, man. Mostly more due to the character designs because the way that uh, the One Piece characters have been drawn after the time skip kind of made me sad. Uh, I mean, some are improvements, some are not. But I think the only improvement for me was Usopp. Hmm. Perhaps. Because Frankie, I, I still weep. Oh, uh, yeah, Frankie's, bigger, Frankie's crazy I looking. I bigger boobs Nami. <laughs> But um, <coughs> I, like I have to say, I'm with short hair. <laughs> I've enjoyed the fact that like <laughs> we're now into like an actual legit story arc of Naruto. Because when it gets to when it gets to filler, it, it's it's so difficult sometimes. Like the one well, it right grinds before, to a halt. Right, I mean, the story grinds to a halt. They tried. They at least were giving some effort with the three tails filler arc because they were trying to make it fit in. And they try to expand on Orochimaru a little bit. They try to expand on Shizune a little bit. They they tried to at least make it feel like it was seamlessly part of the show, but you could tell that nothing was really that it was moving too slowly to feel like mm-hmm. like something natural. It was stalling. They were trying not to make it seem like it was stalling because there was actual thought put into it, which certain filler arcs coming up pretty soon aren't going to seem that way but it just it, there was too much padding in it to make it feel like it was a natural part of the show yeah mm-hmm. but when you say painfully too it's like you take it to the 10th degree it's so painful sometimes well would, that's not uh, for i don't consider this the three tales arc that painful no no but i i mean just filler and most of Shupadin and naruto in general Oh, like, yeah. I don't know what it is either, because, like, I've watched Bleach, I've watched One Piece, I've watched Fairy Tale, you know, like, other long-running shows that have, like, that filler that kind of just makes you, like, either angry or cringe or just kind of, like, oh, it takes away the momentum of the original story so much. It feels like Naruto really just, is, like, stops. Just, like, puts that gate right there. Says you Bleach had the high. same issue. Oh, Bleach, I know, but for some reason, it didn't, that didn't get me as, like, it, it, I wasn't as angst about it as I was with uh, with Naruto for some reason. Hmm. I don't know. I might be more biased to the fact that I did. I mean, I do like Bleach more overall, but it, Damn, right. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's not for you, <clears throat> Darrell. And that's how you stay on. Uh, Darrell's good, but Darrell, I thought you liked Naruto more than Bleach. No, I actually like Bleach more than Naruto. But that's not how you ranked the shows. Eh. I switch up every once in a while. I see. I see. All right. So I'm about to change my mind, sir. A brief recap of all that has happened in Naruto Shippuden thus far, at, at least as far as canon material goes. The beginning of Naruto Shippuden, Naruto returns from his training with Jiraiya. He's been gone for what two, two, three years. Yeah, two and a half. Yeah, yeah there's like two and a half. I feel like it was less mm-hmm. than three, but it was more than two. <laughs> <laughs> two yeah. or three quarters so he's back and it was like naruto he's back it's back naruto <laughs> and he's the only uh genin still <laughs> yeah what a that sucks for him man i know that's what i'm like saying. he was like... training with a master and he's still just a game 
everyone else is like, you know, we're tuning Naruto. We're tuning Naruto. Edgy, you need to join the tuning too. <laughs> yeah. You would think Tsunade would just promote Naruto just <laughs> out of everything he's done. Could you imagine him taking the tuning yeah, exams now? that easy. Oh, curb stomp. <laughs> oh, my God. He would, be the, he would destroy everyone. Yeah. Yes. It would... Uh, <laughs> Isn't there a uh, OVA filler that he does retake the tuning exams? Yeah, that was an OVA that came packaged with the fifth movie, Blood Prison. And he does curb stomp everybody, <laughs> but he breaks the rules in the final battle against Konohamaru. Ah, oh, man. <laughs> oh, my God. And he gets disqualified. Oh, That's harsh. Well, now I don't feel like watching it now. <laughs> When did you ever come? I don't know. <laughs> it seems kind of messed up because in the first series, only Shikamaru passed at that point. For good reason. Yeah, but he didn't even Shikamaru. win his fight. <laughs> yeah, but the thing was, Shikamaru got promoted to a Chunin based on intelligence, strength, and knowing his limits because he made good decisions. And, you know, that was one of the um, qualifying factors in order to move up to the next level. He could command a squad easier than any of the other Chinese because he had that kind of experience. He's a slacker, but he's smart as hell, though. That's he's true. just bored. And, Sketch, for Shikamaru's sake, and I'm not going to spoil the manga or anything like that, you should wait. If you do read it, you should wait to see what his final ranking in the Naruto, like, in in the higher up kind of hierarchy, I'm sure it's pretty on. high because he's. <laughs> so you could see why he would be the first one of like his friends to become a chunin. Yeah, I mean, I, I can see that, but uh, and I guess you could also make the argument that Naruto isn't ready because he's not disciplined enough. Oh, dude, he's immature, hot headed, and rushes in and everything. He doesn't think things out, man. You mean the hyper hyperactive knucklehead doesn't have enough discipline yet? What? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I know. I mean, even, right? I mean, even Sasuke was not, you know, fit to be a Chunin, man. No. no Seriously. That's because he was too moody. He was too, yeah, he was too self absorbed, really. <laughs> <laughs> absorbed I, 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 <laughs> we'll get to that in a in a bit so at the beginning of Shippuden Naruto returns to the village he gets tested by Kakashi to see if he's still got the chops and I feel like they really dragged that out in the anime version compared to the manga which bummed <laughs> me out because we waited and waited and waited we got through all that filler hell at the end of the OG, and then we have this dragged out, like starter fight between Naruto and Sakura and Kakashi. It's come on, nonsense. That whole arc is. I felt like it was really good in the manga, but the anime just drags it out so so far. But I digress. In the initial arc of Naruto Shippuden. Gara gets captured by the Akatsuki as the Akatsuki are making their move to try and capture all of the tail beasts. And Naruto and his squad go to save him because obviously Naruto has a particular connection with Gara that he doesn't have with anybody else. And he really wants to save Gara, and you can feel that throughout that entire storyline. So mm -hmm. it's, it's really heartbreaking when he gets there and he finds that, that Gara is just thrashed from the uh, extraction process. 
And you get an uh, interesting puppet fight between uh, Sasori and Sakura in, honestly, probably one of her best moments in all of Shippuden, at least thus far. Puppet <laughs> And the old lady. That makes, think, that makes me think of Kermit the Frog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Up next on Arto Shippuden, Kermit with, with Kunai. Mm-hmm. Beware. <laughs> Then they uh, they track down Orochimaru through some connections, and they get to Orochimaru's base where they bump into Sasuke, which is what you see in the very first episode of Shippuden, that scene where they're running in and they they meet Sasuke. Oh yeah, and Sai joins the uh, the squad, and well, he's clearly not not Sasuke. <laughs> <laughs> And of course, Kakashi had a replacement for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, Yamato, Yamato. But, but that was fairly essential because Naruto needed someone to control the. I kind of liked him though. Oh yeah, Yamato's great. Yeah, he's a cool guy. But, he, but it is nice him, when like, Kakashi comes back. Oh, it is. It's just when I first saw him, I was like, this guy seems kind of lame and plain. And then when you see him in action, you're kind of like, oh, oh, this, this guy's, nice. This guy's kind of cool. All right. Yeah. We'll replace him. Uh, we'll replace Sai with him. Let's go. <laughs> I wish. Uh, unfortunately, Sai <laughs> is still uh, around. The only thing that makes Sai worth having around is Ben Diskin's performance. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that that was perfect casting, to be honest with you. Oh yeah, it's it's superb. Gotta love that Ben Diskin. Yeah, I really did kind of like Sai because he insulted Sakura. Yeah. He insulted Sakura multiple times. And then exactly. he and then he compliments Eno. Yeah, which pissed off even more. <laughs> mm-hmm. You can't go wrong with that. So Naruto starts some new training in order to uh, master other forms of chakra. And he does so with Asma Sensei. Chakra. Right. You said chakra, it's chakra. You can actually say chakra too. Just depends on what language. He he trains with Azuma Sensei, which all leads up to a rather tragic event where uh, two other members of the Akatsuki, Hidan, and Kakazu, which are quite the amusing pair, I must say. Uh, They... I love their story arc, to be completely honest. Hidan and Kakazu has one of the best arcs in Naruto regardless of which end of the time skip you fall into, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So they uh, attack, and you know they they want to get uh, Tail Beast. Uh, they also end up attacking the village and uh, killing Ozma. And that is probably the best fight that we've gotten so far on the Toonami run. And I have to give Shippuden props... In that particular moments where uh, you know it was a really great fights, it was good pacing, and then the somber moments afterwards where you're you're taking in the death of Azuma, it's it is really well done, and I I have to give Shippuden props for those particular episodes. I do enjoy their fights, how they're animated too. I've never had a problem. Oh when, yeah, they're uh, very well Naruto, animated fights. Whether it be the old Naruto or uh, Shippuden. They they look so beautiful. There is 
There's one character that my brother's like, wait till you see this guy, because his some of his fights are really, really pretty to watch. I almost feel bad saying the name because it feels like it could be a spoiler. Don't although, say it. if you guys don't, if you guys don't, if you guys think, nope, no, nope, stop. There, there's one guy where he, where he's just like, wait till you see this, and I'm kind of like, I, I have no idea what to expect, so I'm I'm kind of looking forward to it. Oh, there's good. We're not very far from an episode. Episode one twenty three, which is I think is about a month and a half away, it will have extremely good animation. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> so you're saying there's stuff to look forward to, and that people shouldn't, people who are negative on Shupiden might want to watch this to kind of at least see some good stuff. Yes, you can still crap on it if you want to. I mean, that's perfectly fine. But it's like there are some good moments to look forward to. Yes, the next year or so of Naruto Shippuden is really well done in general so part of the explanation as to why maybe the adaptation of naruto shippuden is not quite up to snuff up to a point uh was uh the director and the director changed when did the director change mac it wasn't the director hayato date has always been the director for naruto from the og to the various latest episodes shippuden it was the writer. Satoru Nishizono wrote the first 53 episodes of Shippuden. And he was fired. <laughs> so, nice. And uh, they had a guest writer do the first filler arc, Yasuyuki Suzuki, who wrote episodes 54 through 71. Then, when he left, uh, Junki Takigami took over the series composition. And then with a, occasionally with a few guest writers... He's written the rest of the series. Huh. All right. So occasionally, uh, Toshiyuki Tsuzuru, which is one of their star animators, will write an episode in there as well. Hmm. That's some interesting behind-the-scenes knowledge. It's good. <laughs> I mean, he was fired. What more do you need to say? That's... <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty brutal. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. <laughs> he he go on to write any other shows? Uh, he still did get work. He worked on the A Certain Magical Index. Huh. Wait, what uh, season? He, uh, he, do, he did the main series. Uh, somebody else did Railgun. Um, hmm. huh. Sorry, uh, did he do the second season? Uh, let me double check that one. That, that one. was phenomenal. Oh he my. did not do that one. He then only that did the first season. that explains so much. <laughs> yep. Oh, my God. Way to go. That's why we need a third season. You got rid of the problem. And he also wrote Needless, the anime adaption of Needless. Oh. That explains oh. so much, too. <laughs> the, the, the information you are bringing has been bold right now. I mean, it literally sucks, man. He also wrote for El Cazador de la Bruja, huh. which was a B-Train show, which tells you enough right there. Yeah, another show I didn't B-Train being B-Trainy. <laughs> did he do anything that was good? <laughs> uh, he did do... He did work on the first two Digimon seasons. Huh. Just as a script writer, though. He didn't really... He wasn't in charge. Um, he did 
some guest scripting for Flame of Rekka and Hellgirl. Hmm. Uh, hmm. So maybe best not to leave him to his own devices. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He Basically. was fired for a reason. Yeah. Well. Just just like uh, and he coaches also, in the he, NBA. The other show he was in charge of for writing was Zoid's Genesis, which we never saw here. Yeah, we never saw that. It was supposed no, to be on Toonami Jetstream, and then for whatever reason, it never showed up. They found out who was writing it. Uh, maybe. <laughs> I think the problem with Zoid's Genesis was probably the dub. The voice director, from what I've heard, is was not is not very reputable. It's the same voice director as who did the Monsuno dub, and that's probably all you need to know. Ooh. <laughs> that's probably why we've never seen it. Huh. Well, here I thought it might have been like a Canadian dub or like one of those UK dubs. <laughs> huh. Interesting. Well, I still would have liked to see it. I think maybe I don't know. I what. Somebody needs to release those old Zoid series. Get on that Viz or Discotech or whoever. Yeah, I really need for them to release those so I can buy those. Yeah. Viz, Discotech, Media Blasters, somebody. Take take our money. <laughs> yeah, some hentai group. <laughs> just just do it so Ooh. I can have it again. <laughs> you know, boobs and liker zeros. All part of a I balanced anime it. collection. Man, that's a man for me. True, true. And on top of that, they really need uh, Disco Tape. Really needs to get that Ronin Warriors arm up. Yeah, seriously. Because <laughs> I mean, it's great that they were able to put out Samurai Troopers, but come on, that Ronin Warriors dub back. It's good. Come on. They said they was in the works, but then all of a sudden, it just went quiet. Hmm. Well, maybe it's proving difficult to. Wrestle away. Maybe I need to sit down at the negotiation tables. Oh boy. Maybe. Hey, I'm just saying, man. Things happen when I get on the table. Yeah. So I've heard. Negotiator. <laughs> so where we are now in Naruto Shippuden, uh, we're getting back to what Sasuke's been up to all this time in Orochimaru, I suppose. As Orochimaru's been trying to prepare Sasuke to be his vessel. <laughs> And they go through the ceremony, and it doesn't seem to have worked out well in Orochimaru's favor. <laughs> it backfired in the most uh, uh, fitting way possible, to be honest. <laughs> it's like ironic. Oh, it's delicious. Oh, you're gonna absorb me? Uh huh. Uh? No, you're not. So in this most recent Kabuto's episode, face when he realized oh, yeah. what had happened, <laughs> priceless. You tell me, Kabuto. <laughs> So Orochimaru's finally dead. Right? You know. I mean, right? I hope so. I, right? he's, one in the, he's one of those villains where you're just like, oh, he needs to go. You got to go. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, Sasuke is like walking around and he hears in his head, he lives in you. <laughs> <laughs> that was an obscure <laughs> reference. <laughs> Sketch, you need to do a, a Sasuke play, like, now that Orochimaru is gone, Sasuke's iPhone, when he listens to music, it's like, I'm missing you. <laughs> or just like some kind of song. I don't think hey, you become a part of me. <laughs> with you right here. <laughs> Constantly listening to Linkin Park, yes. <laughs> I would say he's listening more to Sad But True by Metallica right now. 
And breaking the habit by Linkin Park. <laughs> but they need to break the habit of not making bad records, man. Oh. I enjoyed their last album a lot, actually. They hurt my feelings, man, because I was like, you know, you guys are so much better than this. <laughs> Dude, when they did that, um, let me see, what was the hybrid? Not the hybrid theory, but when they did that mix-up with Jay-Z... Dude, they got butt raped with that. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of that. That was the worst damn CD, dude. I'm still trying to sell that for free. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, I've been selling for free. The last song by Linkin Park, The Hunting Party, is actually pretty good, if I say so myself. They had a couple of good guests, like Tom Morello and Rakim, and they just went completely all out and did like a rock-based album. That's just like full kilter. I like at least one of the songs on that album. (laughs) Guilty all the same. Yeah, it's the one. (laughs) (laughs) I think there's maybe a couple more. I think I think I liked more songs on Living Things actually. I was uh, I was a fan of that album for the most part. But back to Naruto, or rather, back to Sasuke, because at this point we may as well be calling it Sasuke Shippuden. (laughs) And when when the manga was initially running, the fan base was calling it the year of Sasuke. That's all you really need to know. Well, that's good. Probably better than the year of Sanji. Ooh. You gotta be hating on Sanji, bro. We've we've talked about that enough. Don't want to activate his Brooklyn rage. But... <laughs> uh, yes, I went there. No, you don't want to go there. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, yeah, now Sasuke seems to have plans that he is working towards, and he's forming a team. He's... Avengers. He literally calls them Avengers at some point, doesn't he? Uh, I think so. Yeah. But don't hold me to that. <laughs> so, then, uh, so we guess the first adventure. <laughs> oh, you guys gotta wait until this Saturday for the next one who shows up. The, the next member is one of the most controversial characters in the whole fandom. Oh. Really? That- I think you guys are talking about. Is it that one chick? Karin. Yeah. Sure. I, you know, I've always kind of liked Karin, to be completely honest. She's dubbed really well in English by Ali Hillis. Um, and the problem is that I never felt like the characters really lived up to her full potential. Oh, gee, you mean like most of the characters in Naruto? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, as much as I like Naruto, I'm going to admit that most of them didn't don't live up to their potential. It's really unfortunate so, because they're interesting characters in Naruto. But as time went on, I I've, I found that they were being less and less well utilized. And the sad thing is sometimes they're better utilized in filler. And that's... <laughs> <laughs> well, Shizune was pretty well utilized in the last filler arc, for example, while she just kind of in the manga and in the canon material so that's a good pretty good example right there that's a good point you made mm-hmm. 
But that's uh, one of the... Uh, I mean, there's so many characters in the story. So obviously not all of them are going to get enough uh, time to really yeah. build an arc or, you know, show their potential. But uh, The other thing with Karin is that everyone who shipped anyone in the fandom hater <laughs> because they thought that she was interfering with Sasuke and Sakura or they, or went, or I think you mean she was interfering Naruto. with Sasuke and Naruto. Exactly. Ooh. There we go. I was just doing the, doing the mainstream one. Yeah. The, the, yeah, basically they viewed Karin as interference, and there's a lot of fan fiction where she dies extremely painfully early on. That's all I'm going to say. Wow. Aww, it's not like up to this it. point Sasuke and Sakura have had great chemistry. <laughs> no, Sasuke's had better chemistry with Naruto. Hell yeah, that was his first kiss, man. You never get that. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Dude, trust me. Sasuke... And friggin' Naruto is a better love story than fucking Twilight. Yeah, a pickle jar. I'm not gonna argue that point. Fish is better love story than Twilight. Like, <laughs> dude, one me jacking off is a better delicious. love story than Twilight. <laughs> Twilight is. How should I put this? You know what? Forget it. Twilight's the worst thing of its kind. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, I was going to compare it to the room, but people actually find redeeming value in the room. So you could, uh, compare it to Fifty Shades of Grey. Fifty Shades of Grey start out as Twilight fan fiction. <laughs> exactly. Early incarnation. So, I, you can't compare it to Fifty Shades of Grey. Fifty Shades of, of Grey is like a spinoff of Twilight. That people it's, just ran. Twilight away. is the source of all that is wrong. <laughs> Uh, oh boy. <laughs> so, from what Tsunami has shown thus far, uh, what's everybody's favorite moments? The entire Hidon and Kagazu arc in general, plus the first few episodes of this current arc that we're on. I think that Shippuden finally started getting a shot in the arm when Hidon and Kagazu entered the picture. Because they're such quirky and lively characters. Plus, around this time, the new writer had taken over, and there was a better p sense of pacing established. Mm -hmm. So I think that the show uh, finally had gotten its wings, so to speak, and was actually going to be come the show that we were all hoping it would be when it first started. Problem is, is that and this is partially what killed it on Disney XD, is that it took until episode 72 for the show to finally get good, consistently. Yeah. That is I mean, unfortunate. And hey, look at the bright side, at least we're finally past Disney XD at this point. Yeah, it only yeah. took how many took years? Two years. <laughs> two years. It took two years and a few, few extra weeks. Well, it took longer than that because of how long it was off Disney XD. Well, Disney XD stopped airing it around episode 98. Uh -huh. Some people say it was 97, but I think it was 98. And then it streamed it for about 12 more episodes, so it stopped at 110 online. We're finally past both points. Right, right. 
because I. But I mean, it stopped airing so, in, in what? 2011? 2010? 2000. Uh, well, yeah. I'm going to say 2011. Yeah, it was, it was like around 50 2011. 2011. So it's, we're about five years, almost five years later, and we're only now Whew. past where we are. Mm. Yeah. I mean... And people complain about Hunter Hunter's length. <laughs> well, at least Hunter Hunter's been dub premieres the entire time. <laughs> right, no, I know. <laughs> yeah, I'd have to yeah, figure that if Naruto Shippuden now. was dub premieres, it would well. be doing considerably better. Because, I mean... It is the number one with a bullet anime on Crunchyroll and Hulu. There's no question. If Naruto wasn't episodes that are very, very old now and people have seen that it would be doing considerably better regardless of the time slot. I wish that we could have had double premieres of Shippuden from the get-go so we were all, we would already be almost as close as the Crunchyroll premieres, and we could sw go back down to one at a time. Mm. I mean, if we had done double premieres from the get-go, we'd be at about episodes 230. We would be uh, almost at the point where we could go drop back down to one because we'd be close enough. Hmm. Well, that's not how it turned out. No, it isn't. Womp womp. But, I mean, the kind of the whole point of playing Naruto Shippuden is to have a show for a really, really long time. I thought that was One Piece's job. It's both their jobs. One Piece is never ending. And it's Hunter Hunter's job, too. And now it is. But Hunter Hunter will end in three years. Compared to Shippuden, that's uh, it's pretty short. Shippuden is still going in Japan, which is the most aggravating part of all, but let's... That that's probably not something we should get into. No, not tonight. Uh, <clears throat> nope. We'll do that on like a late night uh, booze and cruise session or something. Uh, invite me for that one. <laughs> oh, of course. I mean, it could be the late night Naruto sessions. There we go. And, and your alcoholic beverage of choice with special guest Jim Nelson. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah! Oh, we're gonna torture Jim on that one. Like, hey Jim, we're gonna talk about Monica Magica. Oh boy, gee howdy! Then just go into Naruto. <laughs> Fucking hate all you guys, all of you. You lie. Honestly, kind of wonder what Jim would be doing right now if he was in this call. Would he be like putting his hands over his ears and going, no, 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 no? No, 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 no. I think no. the point's been made. And boom, there goes the dynamite. <laughs> nah, he probably would have just left. <laughs> it was like, oh, you're it's talking like, about Naruto? I'm out. <laughs> like, yeah, like, fuck you guys, I'm gone. Have a nice night, guys. Yeah, fuck you too, Sketch. <laughs> Screw you guys, I'm him. We talking about he Naruto. Would do it, he would probably do it in such a polite manner, man, that you couldn't be offended. <laughs> Yeah, probably. It's like that South Park episode when they're playing Lord of the Rings and then they see the other kids playing Harry Potter and Cartman just like, nerds, and walks away. <laughs> well, you know that's the difference, right? It's the, the people who like Harry Potter and the people who like Lord of the Rings. It's very different. Exactly. Apparently. Apparently. War of the Nerds. Civil War. <laughs> One Piece versus Naruto versus Bleach. 
Yeah, it's a bit. Bleach is already lost. <laughs> oh, then the first shot was fired. Oh, well, welcome to Darrell's shit list. <laughs> first shot? What? <laughs> People just love to die in my world. <laughs> hey, hey, Bleach is releasing now on Blu ray, which, which I'm pumped for. So. Gimme, gimme. Mm hmm. Eh. I'm not in the mood to collect a show that never really made it, got a complete ending on Blu-ray, but oh, come that's on, just the me. first like sixty episodes no. are really good. Well, that's also true. Yeah, that's the thing true. that the that that was when they thought they were going to just have going to have to stop it. That it wasn't going to stretch on forever, so they like made it perfect, and then they learned after the fact that due to the high ratings, they're going to keep doing it, and they were like, "Well, shit." <laughs> That's why we had 45 episodes of filler after 65 episodes of Awesome, and Bleach was never able to recover from that. Well, I like that filler arc, though. I didn't mind the bounce. I like the bounce arc, but then again, I'm a Bleach fan. But Yeah, same here. To be honest with you, though, I am unbiased because there were episodes of Bleach that I hated and stuff that I didn't like about it, even when the animation quality got really shitty for a time. But the overall thing is, I was like, if you love something, you can rip it apart. Like, seriously, because I hate the Don Kanoji episodes. That, <laughs> I know. He is the most annoying fucker in the Bleach universe hey, to me. Hey, and if I could have slit his throat, I, I do believe that the dub voice of Don Kanoji is the dub voice of Tampa. So take that to the bank. Wow. Damn. It was a reason why I hated him. I knew it. <laughs> From the first moment some... he spoke, I already <laughs> hated him. Hey. Sketch is just sipping on some lemonade, basking in his one piece glory. It's, uh, it's iced tea, thank you. Oh, you don't like lemonade, okay? Oh, lemonade's fine, but I put it in my iced tea. <laughs> I like to be Beyonce. Stuff? Yeah, thank you, <laughs> thank you, Caboose. <laughs> that was kind of lewd. Darrell, you're off the hook. <laughs> out time I got the hook, man. I ain't always the one that's being perverted here. Water tea. Well, well. <laughs> I suppose it was inevitable that there would be a discussion of other shonen series if we talked about any shonen series. You just it's can't okay escape. though, but you know you gotta remember like that big three at one point, you know. Yeah. One piece and which Naruto. was largely a construct oh. that only existed in fandom's mind. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's largely a construct that only exists in the West. Um, in Japan, it's really just been One Piece, One Piece, and One Piece, and then Naruto is in a distant second. <laughs> and now even that's that's really how it works over there. They yeah. got a One Piece corner store over there, man. <laughs> One Piece over there. It's like his biggest doesn't Star even Wars. to Naruto over here. One Piece over there is like Game of Thrones over here. It's something else altogether. Uh, I'd say it's bigger than that, but uh, okay, maybe I wouldn't put it quite at Star Wars's level, but it's it might be. pretty, pretty damn big. Yeah, contain yourself, sketch. It's okay. <laughs> it's, it's, are there Star Wars stores outside yes. of like places where there's specifically Star Wars? Exhibits? Why should there be one in Korea we just don't know about? It may be one in Korea and we don't know about it. 
There's a lot of things in Korea that we don't know about. <laughs> yeah, so look, I know what the DMZ is in Korea. I mean, only K-pop has only just emerged for and what? How long has that existed? Like since the seventies, I think. Yeah, exactly. And it, and it took a one-hit wonder for it to finally have an impact stateside. Even iTunes has a section for K-pop now. Dude, oh boy. I don't listen to so circle. much K-pop, man. All of it's not good. <laughs> Though they do have some pretty decent rap with rappers because Tiger JK is awesome. Hmm. I've always preferred J-pop, honestly, although I, I tend to lean more towards the rock end of the spectrum, like Cold Rain and 1OK Rock and, and bands like that that seem primarily in English and have a more aggressive sound to them. But y'all like Liquid Edge? I have never listened to them, actually. Hmm. <laughs> okay, we need to get back on topic because we going on. Yeah, seriously. So uh, it's like y'all can't drunk. say that I did. Y'all can't say I took any of this on a tangent tonight. Caboose, what are, hey. what are, what are, what are your favorite moments in Naruto Shippuden uh, so far? You know, I would have to say the the last filler arc that we just finished with would have to be my favorite. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. I uh, the the mother son ex kind of appealed to me, even though you know the mother was uh, killed by the. You know, I forget her name now. <laughs> Good. It, didn't take, it didn't take long for me to forget. Shoot, I forget all their names. Ah. Uh, Man. The one with the blonde hair is Naruto. Oh, uh, wait. <laughs> so it's oh. Okay. He suddenly realized he was the star of the show and felt very sad. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it, it's not Rock Lee. I know. I'm, I'm oh, pissed about it too. Rock Lee and Friends. Rock Lee has his own show. <laughs> he does. Show. Which I hated. <laughs> but yeah. It's a silly show. All right. I can't really say much about it. I, I, it, it appealed to me. I liked it. Um, I see. Yeah. Even like I don't know why, but like it didn't feel like a filler. It felt canon, and that's how usual Naruto episodes, ep- arcs feel like. Mm. But you know, that's just me. <laughs> how about you, CJ? Uh, we haven't gotten to it yet. No. <laughs> There's nothing really that like. I can pinpoint that I've been like, oh, this is so cool. But learning more about Yamato and seeing him actually uh, in action, I thought was most memorable for me. They were pretty cool. Plus, we get to see uh, Orochimaru and Kabuto kind of back at that uh, in this like fight that I'm thinking of at the moment. But I thought that was cool. Hmm. I never took Wood seriously except for substitution jutsu, and then <laughs> Yamato happened. <laughs> you showed Take you it what some you Wood can do. Yep, yep. <laughs> I thought Darrell would be the first one to say something, but I guess he really is not being lewd tonight. Look at when Naruto came back to the village and I saw that he not had long hair and bigger boobs, man. I was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. When she turns 18, yeah, I can touch that. <laughs> hey, Yonata, how you doing? You 18 yet? Could you imagine like Quagmire having like a Kingdom Hearts complex where he can just go through any anime he wanted? Oh my word! All the things Dude. he would visit. <laughs> I bet you the like, blue, blue girl would be his first. Don't get sentenced. 
You're going to give Seth MacFarlane an idea. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Ray is going straight to no Disney. No issues with that. That is the one he's going to. He's going to Discipline. He's not going to Little Blue Girl. He's going to Discipline. <laughs> My. And maybe Bible, then Bible Black and the Blue Girl on the back end. He'd probably go to prison school, too. Ooh. No, I think he'd just go to prison. I'm <laughs> <laughs> about to commit a felony in this booty hole. <laughs> Giggity goo. <laughs> he's Quagmire. You never know what he's going to do next. <laughs> You never know what he's going to do next. That was from oh, what episode was it? When Lois was in prison. But no, no, no. Just think about those lyrics. Yeah, what he's going to do. Mm. I'm just repeating See, the song. I'm not, I was you're not catching this. No, 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 no. It's going over your head. What else? Nothing goes over my head. I'm too fast. I would catch it. Uh, bow wow. Francis, funny. Yeah. Okay. And Darrell is our Toonami Faithful's resident Naruto fan. What you tell us what is your favorite moment in Shippuden thus far? Hmm, let's see. You know, I have to say I really did like the um you know, the little current the past art before we got to, you know, what we're doing now. Um I just like the fact that, you know, Gorin actually turned out to be a nice person, man. I mean, she led on to being like, you know, this cold and this cold hearted person, but she really did love that little kid, man, even though I forgot his name at this point. But think about it, man. He gave Gurin something to love, man. That's that's just how I see it. It was kind of a little stretched out, but it it built up and gave you just like that emotional feedback that you wanted out of it if anybody just you know just not in for it for all the action and everything that's just how i feel on that one though hmm. his name was yuki maru by the way thank you because i yeah, sure as forgot okay. oh, blame it on the alcohol yeah. tonight right. i blame it on bethesda <laughs> huh yuki maru the first of many many voices laura bailey would do for naruto well, or then replacing Anko, but that's another story. Here, yeah, that was kind of odd. I thought it would be more of a clean sweep of uh, Hidan and Kakazu, but all right, different strokes for different folks. Well, you know, just when y'all think y'all got me figured out, I just throw a curveball. I guess so. <laughs> well, what do you know, folks? Uh, some people like filler. <laughs> I can't even understand myself sometimes, Sketch. So it, it's okay. That's because you're a disgusting person, CJ. No, I just love you. I know. I'm just like, <laughs> okay. He's just going to let it fall off his back like water off a raincoat. If you watch Ace Attorney, it's like my uh, waterfall training. <laughs> If, if, you, if you've been watching that, then you'll get where that's coming from, which was absolutely hilarious. <laughs> Angry typing! Angry typing, indeed. Mm. <laughs> that was my fault this time. <laughs> no, no, someone no. was asking me... Someone wants me to review something for them, and I'm just like, I'm recording, leave me alone. <laughs> There's this thing called muting your mic that you might try if you ever need to type. Oh, what did I think of that? <laughs> I don't know. Why didn't you think of that? But now you know. 
And knowing it's half the battle. It's some proportion to the battle. There's also the, like, you know, actual fighting. <laughs> exactly. Don't worry about it. I'm just going to chop his hands off. <laughs> and the follow-through. Well, this is all very important. <laughs> but yes, there will be more Naruto. I'm excited. Especially with some future arcs that has been teased from uh, friends and family. Yes, there will be lots more Naruto. Yeah, a lot, a lot, a lot, hundreds and hundreds of episodes of Naruto. You'll drown in it. <laughs> and so there's, uh, there's some good stuff coming up ahead. Uh, so about how long is this arc with Sasuke? It'll last until... Um, I forget how long it lasts. 2018. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> It's just start. Let me look. Let me look it up, and I will be muting the microphone this time. Well, so <laughs> a uh, self-proclaimed Naruto expert, perhaps this man has lied about his credentials. Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. I have not lied about the credentials. I just forgot the episode number. <laughs> Don't mind me. I just felt the need to make a reference to Always Sunny in Philadelphia, <laughs> episode one forty-one. <laughs> 141 so, and the start of it was like 113 yeah 112 yeah 113 yeah okay so eh, almost 30 episodes ah. and then we'll have a we'll still have more canon after that um good good <laughs> yeah the final canon episode of this stretch will be episode 143 so it really is uh, about 30 episodes of consistent Sasuke-led awesome. Mm. And then we'll get a really brief filler arc, and then we'll go right back to canon mm. with mm. episode 153. Episode 152, sorry. Okay. I, I like my filler like I like my meetings. Brief. <laughs> <laughs> this will be a pretty good filler arc too if my memory serves me right oh we'll good get to, we'll get to learn more about the Jinchuriki mm. and the Jinchuriki who's featured in it that's not Naruto is actually a canon character that they were given the opportunity to flush out ah well, that's kind of interesting I like when anime do that like uh, there's a certain part in One Piece where characters are not present and they decide to mm -hmm. elaborate on what happens to them. So that's that's neat. I like when yeah when they do that. It's good that, use of padding, in my opinion. Yeah. In the manga, he was already sealed off into the Statue of Doom. But in the anime, if you pay close attention to those episodes while they're sealing Gara away, there's a one light missing that is present in the manga. They were prepared for this from the very start to hmm. have this filler arc happen. I see. Well, much to look forward to. And uh, if you've been uh, missing Sasuke for a while, you're about to get plenty of him. And I have to say, uh, Sasuke, his actions in this most recent episode are very interesting. He's... Well, like uh, Sui Getsu said, I never figured you to have a playful side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sasuke is usually extremely serious, but 
for for these for this one, we'll get to see more of his personality. What there is of it that isn't. Just, I'm not saying what personality does he have. But we'll get to see his motivations yes. more. We'll get to Sasuke's see more detail and background personality. Dude, How he's changed since the time skip. She has more freaking personality than Sasuke. <laughs> Uh, also, this arc will also have the best opening for Naruto, not that we'll ever see it. Uh, episode 129 will have Signed by Flow kick into gear, but unless t- t- Jason DeMarco and Come are feeling nostalgic for Flow, I don't think we're going to see it. No, you won't see um, it on air, but you can see it on demand. On Adult Swim's website, and no, I mean specifically on Adult Swim's website, they leave the opening on for those streams on the website, and also on the streams that are on like cables on demand, but not not the initial one because initially it's just the recording from Toonami. But once they take that off and they put on the episode in a different format, then you get the openings, which in my opinion, is a nice compromise because other shows just have a shortened opening and that's all they ever get, which stinks. <laughs> so, honestly, I think I might prefer not having a portion of an opening in order to get that treatment, but... Eh. I do kind of miss the 30-second custom openings for Shippuden, though. I do too. Those were a nice throwback. <laughs> I mean, I would like to see them do those again. But I guess they deemed them unnecessary. Oh well. <laughs> Gotta play them music not videos. Saying <laughs> not saying a word. <laughs> Why are you, you not saying a word? Sketch, sketch knows how I feel about the way Shippuden has been treated by adults from so far. You guys don't need to hear it. Hmm. <laughs> right, yo. Well, I I think we've certainly said our piece on Naruto. Yeah, yeah. we do, do have those Naruto late night sessions. I'll go into more detail about how I feel about the treatment, but <laughs> that's not for not for here. Well, it's airing. That's more than you can say for a lot of shows. It is airing, yeah. Like Fairy Tale, which apparently Jason DeMarco has never seen. Be nice, man. That's one of mine. That's mine. There. He doesn't need to see it. I I would rather not have Fairy Tale show up on Toonami unless one of the existing long runners were to leave. I agree. We have definitely the thoughts. I mean. I don't think they, Almost should, half they should even put on JoJo if they're going to have that many long runners. And like <laughs> JoJo is the freaking best. So Dude, I'm wondering if JoJo on <laughs> I'm wondering if part of the reason why Hunter Hunter is running is because they couldn't get JoJo for whatever reason. Maybe it also seems so like they, they, they uh, I wouldn't say they settled on Hunter Hunter. I think they have had interest in getting that but maybe not as much as jojo certainly it's not as demanded as jojo so uh there even though viz has the distribution rights that may still have things hanging it up 
probably the ending songs, if I were to guess. Or the names of characters? Uh, I mean, there's ways to work around both of those issues, uh, even if it means sacrificing the unique ending songs. But They're so good, though. <laughs> oh, man. I get excited at work whenever one of the JoJo ending songs plays <laughs> on the radio. <laughs> Among the Muzak. It was like, oh, yeah, I walk like an Egyptian. <laughs> <laughs> and roundabout, the, roundabout I'm plays. And, um, yeah, there we go. Yeah. And, I Want You by Savage Garden. Yeah, that definitely plays. Three of the four songs they've picked have been absolute classics. The, I still don't get the third choice, though, which is just an obscure instrumental. Can't, can't be all winners. All right. Well, I think we can get out of here because we've actually talked for a while. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I like you guys, but like this is this is starting to get, get a little long. <laughs> yeah, I like you, Chris, but, you know, screw you. Who the hell is Chris? Uh... I have no idea who Chris is. <laughs> Nobody else. Oh, wait a minute. It's that guy, Christopher Maffris. Uh-huh. I have no idea who that is. Me either, man. I think he's like some character that we like just add on. He probably stars in the hentai or something. <laughs> I got paid good money. Great money for that. <laughs> if it's good enough for some well-established voice actors, it's good enough for me. I don't Damn know right. what you're talking about. What are you talking about? <laughs> We're talking about that off the podcast. I was about to say, there's there's one person who I've heard is in one, and I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. That's the best. Time for the housekeeping. You can email us Woo-hoo. at podcast at tsunamifaithful.com. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter, Tumblr, and SoundCloud. Our Facebook is facebook.com backslash Podcast. Our Twitter is at Podcast. Our Tumblr is tsunamifaithfulofficial.tumblr.com and you can go to soundcloud.com backslash podcast for all the episodes of the podcast and all of the exclusives. And you can visit podcast.tsunamifaithful.com for all the episodes of the podcast and most of the exclusives. And if you like what we do and want to help us out, you can become one of our Patreons by going to www.patreon.com backslash Tsunami Faithful Podcast. Even if you could do $1 a month subscription, it would really help us out. So, if you feel it, but otherwise, we always appreciate your listenership. Now, Mac, tell the people where they can find you. Um, you can find me on Twitter. I am RebelCheese50 on Twitter. Um, you can also find me on PlayStation Network under the same moniker i'm usually found playing destiny and you can also read my reviews at two zone under the alias of mac attack i have currently three new ones in the pipeline rage of bahamut genesis Mm. uh data live season two and naruto shippuden set 26 all those are going to be coming out pretty soon and i'm also going to have gonna be the twin tail coming Probably by the end of the month. Ah. Oh, looking forward to watching that one. <laughs> Is that sarcasm, I sense? <laughs> oh, no, the dub looks like a riot. I'm actually probably going to enjoy it for real. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Yes, I'm sure that will be one of Funimation's more amusing dubs of recent. <laughs> Makes me think oh, of, like, the Penguin one. 
whatever that one's called with like the penguins that look like they have uh, something erect. Uh, perpetual. I don't think it's bonus. quite that level, but yeah, it's kind of in the ballpark. <laughs> it's uh, it's saying. a strange little show. <laughs> strange little show. And if you want to hear a rather amusing dub, uh, I highly recommend people check out the dub of Netoge. I can't remember the full English titles. It's something along the lines of... And you thought there was never a girl on the Oh, line. yeah. That, yeah, that, that's how it went. Like, there was I never a girl on the line? episode of it, but Trina Nishimura playing the female lead in that was not something I would ever expect. Yes, but she's so good. She is. Oh, my goodness. And I appreciate the fact that the lead is not played by Austin Tyndall. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, Austin Tyndall's the lead and gonna be the twin tail. I don't know how to feel about that. I think that's hilarious, speaking <laughs> for reasons. <laughs> he was also the lead in No Rin, wasn't he? Um, maybe? He's the lead in a lot of things. You're thinking... You're thinking of Cross, Cross Anjay, Anjay. Oh, sorry. Yeah, actually, he is yeah, in Cross Anjay as not Kira Yamato. <laughs> Cross Anjay, oh, starring outside Emmeline, Emmeline Neves. So yes, Neves. Is it Neves or Neves? That, that dub uh, seems to be shaping up, and our dear friend Christina, she will be one of the uh, at least fairly commonly shown characters in that series another reason to have it on toonami <laughs> i could have i want it on this on toonami just for the internet reaction oh, what do you think would get a delicious. bigger reaction what do you think would get a bigger reaction that or high school of the dead uh cross age thing cross age yeah cross the, the cross high school of the dead is just it's like the ultimate guilty pleasure I enjoy yeah. it just how over the top it is. Yeah. I think has some... VXD is more of a guilty pleasure. But that's more know? due to the dub because Jamie Marchie wrote it like it was an abridged series. Mm. <laughs> she did. She couldn't. I mean, they, they clearly did not take that show seriously at all. They basically rewrote the show from scratch. It's about as faithful to the original script as Samurai Pizza Cats is to its original form. Wow. Uh, I've stuck to the sub. <laughs> and and yet it has three seasons. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's relatively That's because popular. it sells. <laughs> yeah. It sells like hotcakes in Japan. They are actually able to up the animation quality for the second season. The backgrounds are so detailed, you think Production IG animated it. <laughs> well, that's boobies for you. Dude, that sells. All right, then. And trust me, I watched High School DXD New... I reviewed it, and it's a one, and it's posted. It's, and I actually gave it a positive review for everyone who loves etchy anime. It's gives you everything you could possibly want out of an etchy. It so, does. If you like that kind of stuff, watch it. Oh, I have. Mm-hmm. I watched the simulcast. <laughs> Ooh, look at me! I'm scared. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't wait. Next. You are impatient. When it comes to anime, yes. <laughs> and podcasts. I'm very patient with podcasts. I don't know what you're talking about. 
It's everybody else who's well, not I was patient. I saying that more for our listeners than for you guys, <laughs> since you guys already knew what I was talking about. I was saying, in case you were still recording, I was saying that more for the listeners. Right. CJ, tell them where they can find you. You can find me on Twitter at CJ Maffris, S E A J A Y M A F F R A S. And I forgot to do this in the last episode I was in. You can also email me at CJ Maffris at tunamifaithful.com. Ooh. I know, I haven't gotten any hate emails yet, so. But I'm sure that, you've that, gotten a lot of spam. No, I haven't gotten any, actually. Wow. Mm, How does that work? Because I got a ton. <laughs> I got shitloads of mine. Give it time. <laughs> and you're doing There's kind of an interesting uh, uh, theme month, if you will, of your yeah. articles on TsunamiFaithful.com lately. And your first one was on uh, Dead Man Wonderland and your most recent one was on Roni Kenshin and it's all about rebooting series or continuing them. Well, considering how so many things that I don't want rebooted get rebooted, I might as well throw out some stuff that would actually be worthwhile. You know? Skip. I like the Roni Kenshin article, to be honest. I I agree with you. I want to see that show come back with modern animation and Oh, absolutely. Really... Like, I'm rewatching it now, and fun. it's just like, it's so, like, I love it still. Yeah. But it's like, come on. Come on. We could do, this show was amazing. The first it was 62 amazing. episodes of the Roni Kenshin anime are some of the best anime you could watch from oh, the late absolutely. 90s. And of course, I had to put in the uh, the old promos with uh, Peter Cullen doing it, because, mm-hmm. like, oh, man, those are so good. Those are some oh, of the best. Oh, he made ones. that show look like the best thing to ever come out of japan and to be honest in toonami 2003 it was probably was the best show on the block right mm-hmm. and as sketch is saying this is a month thing there will be two more shows that i will be looking into for possible reboot one will piss off paul which is you know it happens yeah <laughs> who doesn't piss love off pissing paul. off paul man that's one of the best things to do and another one, oh, yeah. one that I think a lot of people will also be like, yeah, that'd be cool to see a, a new adaptation for it. So it, it should be fun. This is something that I was definitely thinking about for a little bit, and it's been fun to uh, to, to, to write about, really. Yeah. Mr. Caboose, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter, YouTube, Tumblr, um, AskFM, at uh, Caboose Jr., he keeps it simple. I, I do keep it simple. Right. Yeah. Mr. Durrell, where can they find you? Uh, y'all know where y'all can find me. You can find me at ukami underscore samurai7 at twitter.com. You can also follow me at nasia underscore rohoadanasi at twitter.com. Also, if you want to send me evil emails, you can do that at derailmaddox at 29faithful.com. And also, I have an Ask FM, which is ask.fm backslash ukami75. Where can I find you, Sketch? You can find me at Sketch1984 on Twitter. Sketch1984.tumblr.com for Tumblr. You can ask me questions on ask.fm backslash sketch1984. And if you have any comments or suggestions for the podcast, you know, really anything... You know, want to talk about you know we don't mind critique around here believe it or not so hit us up with your suggestions and your commentary for whatever 
We, uh, you'd be surprised what questions we might be willing to answer. <laughs> you can hit me up on either of the emails, sketch at tsunamifaithful.com or podcast at tsunamifaithful.com. And I sure would like to get more real messages than spam. <laughs> Darn spam. <laughs> Well, that will do it, and it's time to get out of here. So thank you all for listening each and every week. We always appreciate you listening to the show. So until next time, we're out of here. Kisses! I'm not saying kisses. Screw you, I'm watching me breathe. Thank you.